The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. And we go to the fifth inning. Luke Benson will lead off for the Raiders. Benson, Jennings, and Morgan against right-hander Luke Malone, who has been staked to a seven-run lead. Eight to one, UTSA leading. Got our first final from Conference USA, which uh, down in Birmingham, Alabama, Birmingham holds on for a three to two win over Southern Mississippi. They win that series. It's two in a row for them. There's a pitch inside to Benson, ball one. Luke has driven in the Raiders' only run in this game with a second inning single. Takes a strike and it's one ball and one strike to the left-handed hitter. Swung on, hit in the air, out in shallow center field. Coming on is Walker and he'll make the grab for out number one. Benson flies to Walker in shallow center for the first out. Here's Gabe Jennings. Replaced Lopez in the lineup after the Raiders shortstop was tossed in the first inning. Up for a second at bat against Malone. A swing and a miss, strike one. Gabe from nearby Wilson County. That pitch misses outside. One ball, one strike. Our Blue Raider track teams are in Philadelphia for the pin relays this weekend. Oh, that is, uh, that's one of the, the storied meets of all time, isn't yep. it? Pin relays. The pitch. This is inside, ball three. Three and one to Jennings. One out in the fifth. Ball four is low, and that is the first walk given up by Malone. So Gabe Jennings on at first base with one out. The batter is Wyatt Morgan. Wyatt is grounded out and fly to center, 0 for 2. 
Class is pretty much over here on campus. Exams next week. You know, everybody looks forward to that. Uh -huh. Swing and a foul off to the right. Strike one. I'm glad I never have to take another exam. That was always your favorite part, though, wasn't it? <laughs> the pitch down low, one and one. Which would you rather take, the essay type exam or the multiple choice? Give me the essay anytime. I can write an essay. Pitch comes up high. Two balls and a strike. I know how to do those things without a whole lot of content. You can't fake the multiple choice. <laughs> one on, one out. Here in the fifth, Raiders trailing eight to one. But that just packs up to my contention that English majors can do anything. <laughs> the pitch. Foul out of play. That's going to be in the grandstand. Oh, bounced through a lady's hands. Uh, she can turn that she, baseball in and get a valuable prize. Yeah, I don't think she was trying real hard, though. <laughs> two and two the count to Morgan. Gabe Jennings. The runner at first draws a throw. Here's Malone's pitch, and it's a strike called, and that is the third one. Morgan called out on strikes. Out number two in the fifth inning. You know, a lot, of, uh, a lot of students these days take courses online. Mm -hmm. I wonder how it is taking a, a final when you're in an online type situation. I don't know. That would be completely foreign to me. Here's Galloway. <laughs> he wasn't going to let Galloway swing at the first pitch. He threw it in the dirt outside. Galloway singled in the first, doubled in the third, and both times went after the first pitch. You know, I teach some online courses and uh, with exams, and we use a multiple choice format, and our students log in, and the machine gives the administers the test, scores the test. One ball, no strikes. The count to Galloway. Pitch hit in the left center field and deep. Nobody's going to get that one. It's off the wall. Here comes Jennings. They're going to hold him at third as runners will be at second and third. Boy, Galloway is having a day. 
That is his second double and third hit off Malone. Here's McLeod, who doubled in the first inning and popped out in the third. Left-handed batter. Uh, that wind has actually calmed down a little bit for the first time. Have a visit to the mound here. Yeah, nothing happening in their bullpen, though. All right. What's today, John? The 30th? Today is the 30th of April. We talked yesterday about Lou, Gre- Lou Gehrig getting right. his final hit on the 29th of April in 1939. On the 30th, he played his final game for the Yankees, went 0 for 4 and a 3-2 loss to the Senators and played in 2,130 consecutive games, hit 340, 490 home runs during 17 Hall of Fame seasons with the Yankees. And at that point, he did not have long to live. No, he had already come down with what became known as Lou Gehrig disease. And uh, he, I think he went ahead and retired very soon after sitting down. Lived another two years, I think it was, two or three years. Um, But uh, the disease just took its uh, course, which is not, not pleasant. Here's McLeod with runners at second and third, two outs in the fifth. Raiders trailing eight to one. And takes a strike, nothing in one. While he could still work, Mayor LaGuardia actually put him to work as a bureaucrat. Can't remember what the job was. That pitch just missed outside. You know, Gary Cooper played him in the in the movie. Yep. And Gary Cooper was a right uh, was right-handed. Was that the pride of the Yankees? The pride of the Yankees. So what they had to do was they reversed everything. They gave him a, a uniform that was reversed of an actual uniform. All two is high. Says so they just uh, rolled the film in reverse, huh? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they, they like you look in a mirror and everything's exactly. That's everything's they, backwards. Yeah, that was uh, the way they did the, did the special effect on that. Two balls on a strike to McLeod, uh, and he checked his swing, and no swing yeah. says the play. The uh, base umpire on appeal, three and one now. Now the wind is picked back up. Get one up into the breeze. We'll make a little I've, closer game out of this I've thing. I've been thinking that would be, I've been ex- kind of expecting that out of McLeod all day. That'd be the time. And he took a strike. All right. That was a low pitch. He was going to have trouble handling that anyway. Three so and two. Best to lay off and uh, now you got to protect the plate, but you know that uh, Malone doesn't want to walk him. 3-2 pitch coming. And struck him out swinging. That will end the fifth inning. 
for the Raiders. No runs, one hit, two left. We've completed five full innings. It is UTSA 8, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Another drag at the infield here after the fifth inning, eight to one, UTSA leading. Another uh, April 30th happening back in 1946 in a game he considers his biggest thrill in baseball. Cleveland Indians right-hander Bob Feller throws his second career no-hitter, edging the Yankees at Yankee Stadium one to nothing. Oh, wow. 11 strikeouts and the winning run driven in by Frankie Hayes on a home run in the top of the ninth inning. The no-hitter for Bob Feller at Yankee Stadium. Had a no-hitter yesterday by the Mets. I saw that. That was a combo no-hitter with five different pitchers. Now for UTSA. This will be King leading off against Eric Swan in the first pitch is a strike call. Matt King, the shortstop, twice has flied to right and has been hit by a pitch and has scored a run. That's from the left side and takes a big cut and misses. I don't think this is Matt King. This is number eight. This is Barry. Oh, Barry is leading off. My, That's my bad. Yep. And we finally got him out. And he just struck out. Well, that's actually the second time we've struck him out. He's only, uh, after five RBI yesterday, he's only one for three today. Now we're going to let Matt King bat. There you go. Boy, they got a crazy one going on down in Houston. Top of the seventh, and it's, Rice is still on top. Strike call to King, nothing and one. But Western is putting some runs up uh, on the board, too. That one 12-7 in the top of the seventh. Pitch to the plate, swing and a miss. No balls and two strikes to the shortstop, King. They're in the top of the eighth over in Norfolk, and it's Louisiana Tech on top, 
There's a ball in the dirt, one and two. And down in Florida, FIU 5, FAU 3. And they're in the third over in West Virginia, Charlotte 8, Marshall 3. That'll get you up to date, and I think we already gave you the final in Birmingham. The pitch is one on a miss. Oh, looking good. Back-to-back strikeouts by Swan here in the sixth inning. Those scores courtesy of the Daily News Journal. Read all about Blue Raider sports in the DNJ. The batter is Colleen. Had a pretty good day today. Single, home run, single, two runs scored. Four RBI. Swan's pitch high and inside for a ball. Josh Killeen. Raider Atfield playing him straight away. And he lines one up the middle and another base hit. Wow. Killeen is four for four. And talk about spreading the the spray chart on this guy. So he didn't start yesterday. I think he's bidding for more playing time. I think so. Talk about hitting all field. Uh, Two singles to left, a single to center, and that home run opposite field to right field. Here's here's Isaiah Walker, double-double hit by pitch. He's had a pretty good day, too. That's how you end up beating the shift. You just learn to hit to all fields. The pitch high for ball one. Runner at first, two outs in the sixth. Eight to one, UTSA leading. And the pitch is taken just outside for ball two. Two and oh. Swan came on with two outs in the fifth inning to replace Peyton Wigginton. Walked the first man he faced and then got the side out. 2-0, and oh, and that one is outside, ball three. Well, Walker's not had a bad day. Walker is a freshman. Takes ball four. He walked him on four pitches. That's Swan's second walk. First and second with two outs. Number nine hitter is Chase King. One for three. Had uh, a single in the fifth inning. And drove in a run. Pitches inside for ball one. That RBI, John, was his 47th of the season. That's a lot for a number nine hitter, don't you think? Not just for 47 runs batted in. That's that's amazing. So I'm going to ground foul outside the bag at first, one and one.
Two on, two out in the sixth inning. Eight to one, UTSA leading. The pitch outside. He has all of a sudden lost the plate. Two balls and a strike. Now the clouds have uh, once again covered up the sun. Wind still blowing out of the south. And a 2-1 pitch coming to King, and it's an off-speed in for a strike. Now yesterday against the right-hander, they had King uh, hitting sixth. So I guess moving him down was a concession to the left-handed starter. That's no longer an issue. Two balls, two strikes now. Big pitch here. Struck him out swinging. And the inning is over. So Swan strikes out the side in the sixth. No runs, one hit, two left. And we'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. UTSA eight, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We're to the bottom of the sixth inning. The Raiders trailing eight to one. Marshall's not doing much better, though, you tell me. <laughs> no. They're still in the third inning up there, Dick. And uh, Charlotte is at the top of the third. And uh, Charlotte is leading 11 to three. For the Raiders in the sixth inning, it will be Spears, Nagishi, and Coker against the right-hander, Luke Malone, who in five innings has allowed only one run on six hits. He's walked one and struck out four. And he'll be greeted in the sixth by the Blue Raider catcher, Mason Spears. Fly twice to center field. Final game of the series set to go at 11 o'clock in the morning. Our pregame show at 10:45. First pitch to Spears outside for ball one. Will we have coffee? 
I will, John. <laughs> You're telling me I need to bring my own. Huh? Well, if you want coffee. <laughs> I understand that Mr. Gross is the coffee maitre d' over in the suite to our left, so maybe you can persuade him to get you a cup of coffee. Yeah. That pitch goes all the way to the backstop. Two balls, one strike to Spears. I may have to just bring my own. I got a special blend. I buy it uh, from a roastery in Charleston. I think I've uh, sampled that. Ground ball to third, but foul. I think you have, and I think it was pretty darn good, wasn't yeah. it? Two and two. Spears leading off the sixth inning. The Raiders need to make a little noise here sometime this afternoon. They've been able to get some base hits, hadn't been able to put enough together in one inning. Spears fouls this one off <laughs> into the visitor's yeah. dugout. Yeah, I saw hands going up. I wonder if that was to protect faces or actually try and catch that. Two balls and two strikes to Spears. 291 coming into the game with seven home runs. That seventh home run came yesterday. Pitch is outside. Full count now, three and two to the Raider catcher. Outfielders playing him very deep. And he swings and hits this one high in the air to left field, but not too deep. The upfielder lost his cap going for that. Made the catch for out number one. Um, Spears has been getting the ball into the air, just not in the right place. Here's Nagishi. He was grounded out twice. And I guess you could get one up in the wind here. The left-handed hitter waits. He did get it up there and deep into right center field, but it will be gone to the left of the scoreboard. And that is his first Blue Raider home run, John. Sonori Nagishi. Got it up into that southwest breeze. <laughs> it's now an 8-2 to two ball game. I don't know that I can claim that I called that, but that was pretty close to calling it, wasn't it? It was very close. <laughs> now batting third baseman number 13, Brett. Well, what's amazing to me, Dick, is that uh, as hard as that wind is blowing out, We've only seen two home runs today. Coker takes the first pitch inside. Four ball one. Theirs came with the bases loaded. Yeah. Ours with the bases empty. Swing and a foul back. One ball, one strike. So a Nagishi home run has put another run on the board for the Raiders. It is eight to two. Pitch in the dirt. Two and one to Coker. Singled and scored in the second inning. Grounded out in the fourth. 
Malone ready with the pitch. Swung on, popped up. Catcher back near the screen and can't get it. It was playable. It was playable. I thought it, it was going to hit the screen, but I, I think that's one that uh, the wind pushed it pushed it back. And uh, with uh, combine that wind with the spin, you're going to have on a foul ball like that. He just it got a, got away from him. So the count goes to two and two on Brett Coker. Here's Malone's pitch, fouled again off the top of the screen. It'll roll back out into the infield. That was probably ball three, but it too close to take. Two and two. A run is in here in the sixth inning. The pitch line caught oh, by wow. Tapia at third. And that is a Boy, you got to put a star on that one, even though it's their guy. What a play. So that is out number two. And he saved, uh, saved a double. A, a double, absolutely. That was headed to the corner. Here's Peralta. He's grounded out twice. Switch hitter batting from the left side against the right-hander, Luke Malone. First pitch fouled off to the left side, strike one. There's a strike called and it's 0-2. Peralta, sophomore, backup infielder, got the start today and swings and misses, striking out. That is all in the sixth. One run, one hit. The home run for Nagishi, nobody left. Totals after six for UTSA, eight runs, 10 hits, no errors. And for the Raiders, two runs, seven hits. And one error. Eight to two, UTSA leads. We go to the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the seventh inning with the Raiders trailing by a score of eight to two. Let's pause 10 seconds. 
for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Jonathan Tapia leads it off for UTSA in the seventh inning against Eric Swan. Pitched a scoreless sixth. Pitch in for a strike, nothing and one. Thought he looked really good in that uh, sixth inning. Couple of, well, he struck out the side. Single and a walk in there, but those strikeouts were very impressive. A lot of swing and misses. And a ball hit to the left side, charging. Peralta makes the play, and he's out at first. Short to first, six to three for out number one. That'll bring up Sammy Diaz, the designated hitter. Swaps bats with Tapia as he gets ready to stand in. Diaz has lined out, flied out, grounded out, and in the fifth inning had a big two-run double. Right-handed batter. He is from Desert Hot Springs, California, and went to Palm Desert High School. Pitch outside all the way to the backstop, ball one. So you can grow a palm tree in a desert, huh? I guess that what that's about. Oh, yes. Oh, an oasis, right? Oh, oh yeah, as long <laughs> as you got a little water supply somewhere. As a ball hit fair, Coker, nice play, and a long throw to first will get him. That's a good play for Brett Coker. And a good job by Wyatt Morgan over at first base, staying on the bag. We've had some outstanding defensive plays in this game. We sure have on both sides. I like watching good defense. Two up, two down in the seventh for Flores. Flores has singled, grounded out, flied out, and walked. Strong left-handed batter. Had a home run yesterday in, uh, in last night's game. Takes the first pitch low for ball one. Well, two ounces where uh, the Roadrunners threatened in the uh, sixth inning. Check swing, and he went. One ball, one strike. One or two outs in the seventh inning. Raiders on the short end of a of an eight to two score. The one one pitch. Missed outside, ball two, two and one. Bouncing foul outside the bag at first. Snagged by Morgan and turns it to the pitcher. Two balls, two strikes. Tomorrow's starting pitcher has not been announced. I expect it will be Jaden Ham. 
Pitch to the plate and tap right back to the man, but that's a foul ball. Off his foot. Count holes at two and two. I don't know who the visitors will throw tomorrow. The ones we have seen have been pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Including the guy that was only making only his second career start. Yeah. Yes. Two balls, two strikes. Their team earned run average, not that impressive, but over five. No. But uh, they score eight and a half runs a game. I guess they can give up five and still win them most often. Especially if they can hold the other guys to two. Pitch is low. Three balls, two strikes. So a full count on Flores. And a little tap foul behind the plate. Oh, I think that got him on the foot. Count holes at three and two. He kind of gingerly trying to get some feeling back into his, his uh, toes on the right feet, uh, right foot. Swan has retired the first two in the seventh inning. Plate umpire giving him a little time. <laughs> Third base coach is kind of walking down. He, he's going to check on him and say, nah, what's going on? Give me a – come on, walk over here, see if you can actually walk. Well, there, that is no fun at all to no. take one off your foot. <laughs> Pats him on the top of the head and says, get back in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Three balls, two strikes. Two out, seventh inning. Plate umpire says, you okay? He says, I'm ready. Three balls, two strikes. Eric Swan on the mound. And the pitch inside, ball four. Mm. That's the second time in this ball game that uh, Swan has walked Flores. Flores was the first batter he faced coming in in the fifth, walked him then, and again here in the seventh. Here's Bailey. Bailey has a home run. No, Bailey has two singles. Two singles. Pitch low in the dirt. One ball, no strikes. Two for four. He's hit the ball solidly every time. His last at bat was a line drive to Coker. The pitch. Outside, ball two. Is that the one that Coker saved from going into the corner for a double? Yes, I think it was. was thinking. Two and oh, the count. Ground ball in the hole, backhanded by Peralta. Long throw to first, and he got him. Wow. Nice play. So Bailey is out to retire the side in the seventh. No runs, no hits. 
and one left. Seventh inning stretch time here at the ballpark. UTSA eight, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Luke Vinson will lead it off for the Raiders, and then we'll go back to the top of the batting order. Eight to two, UTSA leading. Here's another milestone in uh, baseball history on April 30th, 1952, mm -hmm. in his final at bat before leaving to fight in the Korean War. Ted, Ted Williams, Williams hits a game-winning two-run homer to beat Dizzy yeah. Trout and the Tigers 5-3 at Fenway Park. It was Ted Williams' day, and he uh, didn't disappoint them. He did not, and then went off to Korea, flew Jets. His wingman was John Glenn. Isn't that amazing? Marine Aviators. Yeah. Here's Luke Benson. He will lead off the Raiders' seventh inning. Vincent has singled in a run that came in the second and has flied to center. Plate umpire says timeout, maybe a ball on the yeah, field. That's yep. what it was. Well, he's got an eagle eye, doesn't he? Well, you'd, you'd like him to in that situation. The pitch to the plate, Benson takes outside, ball one. There's a swinging strike. One ball, one strike. Raiders need a little spark, John. I don't know where it's going to come I from. I don't either. Luke Malone was hittable the first two innings, but he has settled down after those first two. Ball hit to right field. That ball has got a chance, and that one is gone. Same spot as Nagishi's home run, just to the left of the scoreboard. And Luke Benson has his third home run of the season and first at home. A 
and then I think that yeah, that just got a right-hander up throwing in the uh, in the San Antonio bullpen. So the Raiders with a pair of solo home runs in the game make it now eight to three. Here's Gabe Jennings. He hits one to center field. Back, 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 and reaching up, oh, wow. the center fielder Walker makes the catch. And uh, his next step, he was up against the wall. That was to dead center field. That is out number one. And the batter is Wyatt Morgan. Yeah, Gabe Jennings took, his, took him about as deep in this park as you can and not get it out of here. Morgan looking for his first hit today. He's 0 for 3. He could get one up in the wind. Check swing and a strike. Nothing in one. Right-hander Malone with the pitch off speed. Just missed. One ball, one strike. Here's ball two in the dirt. Two balls, one strike. Beginning for UTSA was the third. They scored five runs. Four of them on a grand slam home run. There's a strike. Two and two now to Morgan. They got three more in the fifth inning. Raiders single runs in the second, sixth, and now one here in the seventh. Eight to three. Slammed it hard, but right at the first baseman who will make the play. Flores makes the play unassisted, or that's, yes, that is Flores. Well, we've got our second final of the afternoon, Dick, down in Houston. Rice out. I don't know what you do, but it was the final at 13 to eight. Over over Western Kentucky. So Western Kentucky drops to five and 15. Rice improves to five and 15. Swung and a miss. Galloway, who is three for three, swung at a bad pitch on that first offering. Nothing in one. Takes the pitch inside. One ball, one strike. Galloway singled in the first, doubled in the third, doubled again in the fifth. He has been stranded each time. The 1-1 pitch, swing and a foul off to the right, out of play. One and two. Remember the selection show for men's tennis Monday. Middle Tennessee ranked number 18 nationally. Be going to the NCAA tournament, and you're invited if you want to come join the festivities at the Jeff Hendricks Stadium Club. It's up uh, at the football stadium. There's no admission, and uh, they'll open the doors at 5 o'clock Monday for the NCAA Men's Tennis Selection Show. Free refreshments? Didn't say anything about that, did they? No. There's a single. Right through the hole in the left field, and Galloway 
has himself a four for four day. Raiders have nine hits. He's got four of them. McCloyd will be the batter with two outs and a runner at first. Now we'll have a visit to the mound. That'll probably get that right-hander in the ball game, would be my guess. Oh, here's something else that happened on April the 30th, John. Okay. At uh, County Stadium in Milwaukee. This was in 1961. Willie Mays, four home runs in one game. They all traveled over 400 feet. <laughs> he was waiting to hit for the fifth time when the third out was made, ending the game as the uh, Giants beat the Braves 14 to four. Willie Mays, four home runs. There are a lot of folks that say Willie Mays was maybe one of the great, the great ball players of all times. I don't think you would, could argue with that. And there's some who would even say the greatest. So number 42 has taken over for the Roadrunners. Let's check him out for you. Oh, that's uh, Fisher Kingsbury. Now Fisher Kingsbury is making his 10th appearance all in relief. He's thrown 10 and two-thirds innings, given up seven runs, all earned on eight hits, six walks, 16 strikeouts, 5.91 ERA, no record, no save. Opponents hitting uh, 205, and he is, has given up a couple home runs. Kingsbury, a right-hander, 6'2", 215, a sophomore from Leander, Texas. He's taking his warm-up tosses as the Raiders will have Mason McCloy scheduled to hit. Final game of the series will be tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. The Raiders will try to get it in, and uh, you never want to have a conference game canceled. No, because it could affect the standing, so they'll try to get it in tomorrow. And I think the the rain, which is uh, supposed to come overnight, is supposed to be tapering off by mid-morning. So yeah, they'll uh, they'll put the tarp on this evening, and uh, I suspect that uh, nobody will be taking batting practice on the field today. But uh, they'll pull that tarp, and I, I think we'll get it in. Well, we'll hope for the best. We're hoping for the best here as Mason McLeod approaches home plate with a runner at first base, two outs, and the Raiders trailing eight to three in the bottom of the seventh inning. The other Mason, Mason Spears, is waiting to hit next.
The right-hander Kingsbury with the pitch, swung on, hit right back to the mound on a line, and he caught it for the third out. He lined out to the pitcher. That is all in the seventh inning for the Raiders. One run, two hits, one left. We have completed seven full innings, UTSA eight, Middle Tennessee three, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the eighth inning, eight to three. Eric Swans tossed a couple of scoreless innings, two and a third. I think they'd like Swan to go the rest of the way. After using seven pitchers last night, they don't want to go too deep into the bullpen today. We want to avoid the eighth and ninth inning blues <laughs> like well, we experienced yesterday. Well, you've got that right. Here leading it off is Leighton Barry. He has struck out twice in the game. Swan struck him out in the sixth. First pitch is a strike call, nothing in one. Left-handed batter had two home runs yesterday, last night. Swings and misses, and it's 0-2. Fastball low and inside, one ball and two strikes. Swan can get it up there pretty good into the low 90s. Low to mid 90s, they tell me. There's a ball inside, two and two. Raiders trailing eight to three. We're in the top of the eighth inning and a ground ball to short. Be taken by Peralta. Quick throw will get him at first. Coker had thoughts of cutting that one off, but he decided to let Peralta have the honors, and he made the play. Now, Peralta did a uh, good job of getting rid of that baseball. One out in the eighth. And you also, uh, the, uh, as close as Coker was to him, uh, you know, that's a situation where you could Coker could have gotten in his way or... Strike call to King, nothing and one. Changed his 
His eyes on the baseball didn't do it though. There's a ground ball to third. Coker backhands it, fires across, and that one is in time for the out. Two up, two down, two ground balls here in the eighth. The Raiders will have Spears, Nagishi, and Coker scheduled to hit in their half of the inning. And it's getting late for the Raiders. Trailing eight to three. Here's Colleen. Now, we haven't been able to get him out. He's four for four. Including a grand slam home run. There's a strike call. He's had a couple of singles to left, a single to center, and a home run opposite field grand slam home run to right field. One strike to count. Swan's pitch low and outside. One and one. Well, you could walk him. That would keep him from getting that fifth hit. Pitch is a strike called. One and two. Swan ready to work. And... Fouled away. Still one and two to Josh Colleen. I think there's a town in Texas there named is. Colleen. Mm -hmm. The pitch. Yeah, outside in the dirt. That one rolls away. Evens the count out at two balls and two strikes. Swan with a 2-2 pitch and struck him out swinging. Finally got him out. Well, it's about time. Swan picks up his fourth strikeout. Perfect eighth inning, three up, three down. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Spears, Nagishi, and Coker scheduled to hit for the Raiders on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. 
We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. The Raiders trailing by a score of eight to three. We'll have Spears to lead it off. Mason will be looking for his first hit. He's flied out three times. This when we went into the game yesterday or last yep. night, the Raiders trailed seven to one going into the eighth inning. And finally, 13 to two was the final score. It's a little bit different today, but yeah. still trailing by five runs. So Mason Spears will stand in against the reliever, Fisher Kingsbury, came in and threw one pitch in the seventh inning in relief of Malone and had the uh, batter McLeod hit a line drive right back at him, which he caught. Kingsbury pitches out of the stretch and his first pitch in for a strike. Nothing in one. There's a ball hit to right field down the line. Is it fair or foul? It is fair. Fair ball and uh, he will be held to a long single. The right fielder King did a good job playing that one and getting it in quickly. So Spears at first base with nobody out. That's a good way to start the inning. Be the Raiders 10th hit of the game. I thought that was an interesting throw that King made. He uh, he didn't, uh, the, the standard play would be to hit that cutoff man, the second baseman. He actually threw well, not quite behind the runner, but he made the throw to first base. Nagishi takes the pitch low, ball one. So I guess if uh, Spears had taken too big a league, that would have been throwing behind the runner. And he would have been out. One ball, no strikes. Check swing and a strike call. Had a notion. Nagishi hit a... Solo home run in the sixth inning, just to the left of the big scoreboard in right center field. His first Blue Raider home run. Check swing, and it's in the dirt outside. Ball two, two and one. Put a couple of guys on, get one up into the wind. You never know what could happen. That's right. We've seen big innings like that. And we've got Malone out of here, so that uh, that helps. Two balls, one strike to Nagishi. Ground foul, pass first, two and two. Final line on Malone was six and two-thirds innings, three runs all earned on nine hits, one walk, six strikeouts. I don't know whether I gave that earlier or not, but just in case. Got that ball up in his eyes, and he couldn't Strike lay off. Three. So that's the first out in the eighth inning. Third baseman number 13, Brent 
Here's Coker. Singleton scored in the second, grounded out in the fourth, and lined out in the sixth. Spears, short lead at first. And a strike is called, nothing and one. KB Peralta waiting to hit next. Swung on, hit in the gap in left center, but the center fielder is going to get there in time. Walker makes the catch. And that is out number two. Walker covers a lot of ground. So here's Peralta. KB is 0 for 3. Batting from the left side against the right-hander Kingsbury. And looks at a strike called. That wind is still blowing out, but not quite as hard as it was has been earlier in this game. Line to left field, a base hit. That'll put two on with Vincent coming up. And Vincent hit one out of the ballpark in his last at bat. Two for three, he has driven in two of the Blue Raider runs today with a single in the second inning and a solo home run in the seventh. Well, a home run here would really change the complexion of this ball game. Kingsbury's pitch is outside ball oh. one. That was a pretty good pitch. The right-hander comes set, showed bunt, but took the pitch for a strike, one and one. Here's the right-hander's pitch, and it's swung on and missed. Count will go to one and two on Luke Vinson. Batting from the left side against the right-hander, Kingsbury. Now the wind is picked back up. Now Kingsbury steps off, fakes a throw to second. Right-handers ready now with a one-two pitch. High ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Vincent. 
And strike three called. Mm. That will end the inning. No runs, two hits, two left. We've completed eight. UTSA eight, Middle Tennessee three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WTNS. Go to the ninth inning. Raiders trailing 8-3. to three. John, you're talking about uh, the wind and how yeah. it's been blowing here today. The wind always blows in West Texas. And well, that is true I, enough. <laughs> I did a season of double-A ball and uh, went to uh, Midland and uh, El Paso and in 1983, the El Paso Diablos defeated the Beaumont Golden Gators 35 to 21. <laughs> the, the largest score ever scored in a single game in Texas League history. And they had an outfielder who had only two hits in the game but drove in nine runs. Oh, gosh. A grand slam, a three run homer, a sacrifice fly, and a bunt. <laughs> 35 to 21. First pitch from Swan in for a strike. That kind of reminds me of that uh, game we played against Little Rock here that we broadcast from the bus. I think we got into the high 20s or low 30s in that one. I think we did. Pitch outside to Walker, one and one. Walker has two doubles, has been hit by a pitch, and has walked. He's a freshman, right-handed batter, plays center field, and has played a good center field today, too. In the dirt ball, two, two and one. Swans pitch three and a third, no runs, only one hit. And four strikeouts. He has walked a few. There's a swing and a miss. Two balls and two strikes to Walker. Ground ball to second. Big hop over to first. Jennings retires Walker. Play goes 4-3 for the first out. Here's Chase King, the number nine hitter. He has a single in four trips. Got his 47th RBI of the season back in the fifth inning. 
a senior. He's from Deer Park, Texas. Ground ball to second. Past the diving Jennings into right field. And King has his second hit of the game. Only the second hit Swan has allowed. Swan's been pretty good out there. One out now. The batter is Tapia. He'll be up for the sixth time in the game. He is still looking for his first hit, although he's been on base three times. One on, one out in the ninth. Pitch is a strike call, nothing in one. The Raiders will have the top of the batting order coming up in the bottom of the ninth inning. Nothing in one, the count to Tapia. And the pitch is low and outside, one and one. Couple more finals in uh, Conference USA. Over in Norfolk, uh, Louisiana Tech comes back uh, after a loss last night for a 10 to five win over ODU this afternoon. Down in Boca Raton, FIU. Knocks off FAU six to four. Yes, that's good news. That is good news. One ball, one strike to count to Tapia. Raiders will be playing at FIU next weekend. Runner goes, the pitch outside, the runner changed his mind and returned to first. Two balls and a strike. That one is all the way back to the backstop. That'll be a wild pitch. And we'll allow King to scurry on down to second base. And now the count, three and one to Tapia. Charlotte winning big up in uh, West Virginia. In the top of the six up there, and it's uh, Charlotte 15, Marshall four. And they've still got to come back and play one more tonight. Swinging so a foul back. I don't think they're going to get. I don't think so either, Dick. Uh, that other game in. Yeah, because they're in Eastern time. So that means it's a uh, quarter of seven already. And Saturday doubleheaders are supposed to be two nine inning games. Yep. If it were Sunday, they would be playing two seven yeah, they're innings. Gonna be, they're going to be lucky to get nine innings in today, the way they're going. Three balls, two strikes to Tapia. And there's ball four outside. That's Swan's fourth walk. Yep. Action in the uh, Raider bullpen now. Let's see who they've got throwing. Designated hitter number 44, Sammy Diaz. Four walks, four strikeouts for Swan, who's allowed only two hits. That's Jack Julian throwing out in the Raider bullpen. He came on, uh, got the uh, last out in the top of the ninth last night. 
wouldn't be surprised to We're gonna see a pinch hitter? No, no. This is Diaz. Yeah, I, I think that the Raiders sent Mason Spears out to give uh, Julian maybe a little bit of of time. Wouldn't be surprised to see him again. So Diaz will step in with. Runners at first and second and one out here in the ninth inning. He has a double and four trips and five trips. The runner on second is stealing third and the throw down there will not get him. And why the runner on first did not go is a mystery to me. He missed the signal. Would be my guess. Stolen base for King. Now first and third with one out. Double play still in order. First base coach was over talking with Tapia. I suspect he is pointing out that he he missed the signal. He should be at second base. Double play still in order. Swing and a little tap foul behind the plate. One ball, one strike. I think Julian is ready. He's uh, slowed down his throwing. I think he's let them know that he's ready to go if they need him. Check swing and a strike. One and two to Diaz. I suspect though that they would just soon Swan finish this thing off. Big right-hander comes set. Throws instead to first base. Diaz stands back in. The pitch hit into right center field. Long run, everybody, and they can't get it. That's off the wall at the 365, son. One run will score. They'll hold them at second and third. King coming in to score on the hit by Diaz. And I, that brings a mound visit, and I suspect a new pitcher. Diaz second. Double. He's now driven yep. in three runs. We've got a new pitcher coming. So we'll take a break here as the pitching change is being made and back with more on the Blue Raider Network. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, 
Care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So the Raiders make a pitching change here in the ninth. A run has scored. It is now 9-3. And Jack Julian on from the bullpen to try and get him out in the ninth, just as he did last night. Well, he needs to get two outs here. He is making his ninth appearance, his fifth in relief. He's thrown 21 in the two-thirds innings, given up 18 runs, all but one of them earned on 26 hits, 16 walks, 18 strikeouts, 7.06 ERA, a 2-0 record with no saves. And uh, his last two outings have been pretty good, Dick. Yes, they have. Lightning's locker room is powered by textbook brokers, and it's the place to... Got all your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or go by their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider provided, provided by textbook brokers. Preliminary line on Eric Swanee goes three and two thirds. Uh, gives up one run, but he's got a couple of guys sitting out there that belong to him. That one run was earned on three hits. And this is uh, what probably got him in trouble the most, Dick, he uh, walked for, even though he struck out four. So if you average a walk an inning, uh, you're going to stay in hot water. Yep. That means you're so going to be pitching out of the stretch a lot. Jack Julian out of Hickson High School. And in the Chattanooga area, Hickson, Tennessee, he will face Flores. Runners first and second, one out here in the ninth. Infield creeping in, the pitch swung on, fouled out of play to the left. He was up there hanking. One strike to count. Second and third. One out. Infield in. The pitch ground ball to second. Jennings will hold the runner. Toss to first. Well executed. Four out number two. Now that's the way that uh, play is supposed to work. That's why you play that infield in. But you know, how many times have you seen the infield playing in and somebody drives one past you where you should have been playing? Or you would have been playing, not Just necessarily. Take your chances. Yeah. Here's Bailey. Bailey's had a couple of hits, two for five with a run scored. The pitch, high <laughs> ball one. 
fortunately, that was a, uh, what probably a changeup that stayed up because he did that one didn't look like it was coming in very hard. One ball, no strikes to Ian Bailey. Next pitch, high ball two. This is Bailey's sixth at bat. He hasn't struck out yet today. Well, it's, it's about time. It's unusual for him. <laughs> he strikes out about 20% of his at-bats. So that means he should have struck out at least once today. Two balls, no strikes to count to the right-handed hitter. Jack Julian on in relief. He's the third Blue Raider pitcher. But I guess you got to throw him strikes to get to get him to strike out. All three is low, 3-0. and oh. Well, and I'm not sure I want to face Leighton. He's, he's only had one hit today. Julian ready for the 3-0 delivery, and here it is. Had the green light, fouled it off. Over in wow. front of the dugout, 3-1. and one. You know, that used to be the automatic. You, you were taught from the day you started the game, you, you take on that 3-0 pitch. Three and one now to Bailey. Runners lead second and third, the pitch. Long fly ball to left field. And is it fair? If it is, it's out of here. It is a fair ball. And that is a three-run homer. We had to wait for the home plate umpire to signal. He was looking right down the line. So Bailey with his 11th home run of the season. I guess that's why you let him swing 3-0, huh? <laughs> that's a three-run shot, and it now makes it a 12-3 game. And that uh, closes the line on Eric Swan. He goes three and three, uh, three and two-thirds, gives up three runs all earned on three hits, four walks, four strikeouts. And on three of those runs here in the ninth. Well, that kind of is reminiscent of last night, isn't it, Dick? Strike called. Yeah, I think we said we didn't want to see that happen again, did well, we? It, uh, <laughs> but it has. It has. Pitch outside. These guys are just one and one. Unrelenting, aren't they? They just go up there and hack and hack and hack and Yeah, I guess the best offense is a good offense, right? The pitch is high, ball two, two and one. That home run was the fourth Julian has given up this season. Check swing and called ball three, three and one. Well, in both of these games, the Raider bullpen has been knocked around pretty good. 
Fly ball, left center field. That one's hit a long way. Benson may have room, and he's, he's got, got it. it for out number three. In the ninth, Roadrunners come up with four runs. One, two, three, three hits. And with that home run clearing the bases, nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning. It is UTSA 12, Middle Tennessee 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom of the ninth inning, and the Raiders trailing 12 to 3. We'll have the top of the batting order up Gabe Jennings, then Morgan and Galloway. Kind of thought when it was eight to three, you might have some hope. Well, you know, we we were in a position that we uh, in that last inning we could have cut the lead to two. This pitch is high to Jennings, ball one. Yeah, we had some base runners, and uh, Vincent was up with a uh, situation that uh, had a runner in scoring position. Hit, we could have put uh, looked like we could put something together. Two balls, no strikes now to Gabe Jennings. Leading off the ninth inning for the Raiders who trail 12 to three. There's a strike call. Two and one. San Antonio took three out of four from the Raiders last year in San Antonio. And they're about to make it two straight here. There's a strike, two and two. Hit in the air and foul off to the right. Count holes, two balls and two strikes. Gabe did not start the game. He's hitting 231 with one home run. And we saw that at Lipscomb, I believe. We sure did. Strike three called. Oh, wow. That is out number one in the ninth inning. First strikeout for, nope, third strikeout for Kingsbury. 
Platt Morgan is 0 for 4. Kingsbury got a couple of strikeouts uh, in the eighth inning. Oh, here comes the sun. Hit foul down the left side and out of play. One strike. That's a Zaxby's foul ball. Shout One out in the ninth. Shout out just uh, from Floyd Stadium, just getting to the infield. Not really much of a factor today. Strike two called, caught the inside corner, 0-2. Ground ball to short. King up with it. Throw to first in time. Two up, two down. Jackson Galloway, four for four. I'm going to go ahead and look. Last time a Middle Tennessee player had five hits in the game, May 3rd, 2013. Wow. Trent Miller at South Alabama. Let's go, Jackson. Let's get that. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Now, Colleen was going, uh, had gone four for four for the Roadrunners until he struck out in the eighth. The pitch. Foul to the screen, nothing in two. Five for five, Dale. Even this late in the season, will do some nice things for your batting average. Saw Trent Miller at uh, one of our basketball games this season. Really? He's still in the Murfreesboro area. Oh, good. I always enjoyed talking with him. The young lady that uh, did all the baton work at halftime is his little sister. Swing and a foul. Did you see any of that? Uh, I, th I, I think I missed that one. She was there for uh, at least three games, I think. Mm. Two strikes the count. Hits it to right field. Go ball. Go, go, go. It's gone. Wow. That is a five for five game for Jackson Galloway. And the solo home run is his sixth of the season. And he will touch them all. Uh, a couple of singles, a couple of doubles, and a home run. Nice day at the plate yeah. for the young man. Jackson Galloway, a newcomer this year from Kansas City. Here's McCloy. One for four. He was the first batter that Kingsbury faced back in the seventh inning. So it's 12 to four. Here's the pitch. Taken high, ball one. Galloway hit it the other way, got it up into the breeze and right field. So it's been nine years since we, last time we had somebody with five hits, huh? McCloyd hits it high in the air. This should be the ball game. It's caught 
by the second baseman, and that is out number three in the ninth. One run, one hit. Nobody left. Final score is UTSA 12 and Middle Tennessee 4. So the Roadrunners improved to 30 and 13 and 14 and 6 in Conference USA. Blue Raiders dropped to 21 and 19, 11 and 9 in conference play. The Raiders have lost the first two games of this series and will try to salvage a win and a game in the series when they meet tomorrow at 11 a.m. We'll have the pregame show at 10.45. Right now we'll have our postgame show coming your way next. So stay with us. Final score, UTSA 12, Middle Tennessee 4 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference, and go Blue Raiders! 
This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome into our postgame show as UTSA takes the second game of the series and actually wins the series by doing so with a 12 to 4 win over the Blue Raiders today. And this game uh, reminiscent of last night when the Roadrunners picked up a 13 to 2 victory. The game started a little different today, John, as the Raiders got on the board first. Yeah. With uh, a run in the second inning, led one to nothing. Peyton Wigginton took that lead into the third, but gave up a grand slam home run to catcher Josh Killeen, and one more run scored in the inning. It was five to one, and after that, it was all UTSA. Yeah, that changed the entire ball game, and. Uh, we actually had a lead in this series for half inning. It was uh, three more runs in the fifth, made it eight to one. Raiders scored uh, single runs in the sixth and seventh to make it eight to three. But then, just like last night, the uh, the bullpen uh, sort of uh, collapsed in the top of the ninth inning when they scored four runs. The Raiders Jackson Galloway had quite a night. He had. A five-for-five game with a solo home run in the ninth on a two-strike count, being his fifth hit of the game. It was his sixth home run of the season and the first time in nine years that a Blue Raider has gone five-for-five in a game. So that, I guess, would be the the highlight of this one. I think Coach uh, Tolman is about ready down on the field, so we'll see uh, what his comments are as – the Raiders have fallen to UTSA for the second straight day, and this score, 12 to 4. We're going to go on down to Carson on the field. All right, Coach. Well, you take away some of those big innings that UTSA had throughout the game, and it's a pretty competitive game overall. Uh, the Blue Raiders had 12 hits, uh, but again, fell fell in this one. Uh, what do you have to say? Well, we, we didn't. They, their starter did a, a really good job, kept us off balance. That's why his ERA going in was 1.72 or something like that. Really good pitcher. We didn't pitch or play very well defense. I, since we only had one error, but there was probably three or four times we didn't make play. And they led to runs, like turning a double play and, and finishing off a ground ball and blocking a ball. and catching the fly balls, but uh, we didn't play extremely well. But we did get 12 hits, really timely hits. You, know, you have to hit with runners on base. Um, Galloway was really swinging the ball today, went five for five. Really no one on fr- in front of him. When you go five for five, you usually have six, seven RBIs, but uh, he had one RBI. I said bat because no one was on base in front of him. So tomorrow we have to avoid a sweep at home. Uh, we haven't been swept all year, and we don't we don't plan on doing it tomorrow. 
Got a really hot team over there. They've won six or seven in a row, but we've actually stopped a couple win streaks this year that were 10 or 11, you know, games. So uh, we'll have Ham starting and Seabrook. Good pitchers ready to go, and uh, so we got to fight and scratch and claw and figure out a way to win a game. You're really seeing how good this conference is. UTSA is one of the best teams in the league, and uh, Middle Tennessee is in the top five as well in the conversation. Um, but other miss coming up, but about this conference in general, um, what do you have to say about where the league is at right now? Yeah, the league last year had four teams in the regionals, and I think we're fifth in the RPI. This year, I think we're sixth or seventh in the RPI. It's a really good league. Every weekend, three. And the idea, swept and avoid a sleep and get home and try to avoid a sleep on the road. But, you know, we've won every series this year except for the Old Dominion series, and we haven't been swept yet. So if we can win tomorrow, we're in decent shape. That's what I told the players, and but they're gonna fight back tomorrow, and uh, it's not the end of the world. The sun will—I well, don't know if the sun will come up tomorrow. It's supposed to rain tonight. We got to do tarp duty. We'll be here at nine to take the tarp off, and hopefully we'll get and we'll be ready to play. And uh, we need to get back on the winning streak. All right, sounds good, Coach. Thank you. Carson Herbert down on the field with Coach Jim Tolman as the Raiders drop this one by a score of twelve to four and uh, anything uh, other than Galloway's five for five nights uh, strike you from the uh, box score? Uh, no. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Luke Vinson, two for uh, two for four, he did have a home run. So uh, on that side, over on the uh, uh, the UTSA side, the Roadrunners, boy, uh, we knew they could hit and they – uh, did it again today. Sammy Diaz, two, two for six. Uh, Ian Bailey, who had been having trouble uh, yesterday, goes three for six. Uh, they just keep piling up those RBIs. And Josh Colleen, he's the one with the grand slam homer that changed his game. Uh, pitching, Luke Malone goes six and two-thirds. Uh, gave up three runs, uh, all earned, which is a little more than his ERA, but he was as good as he needed to be. Peyton Wigington was not. So, what we've got, uh, the winning pitcher is Luke Malone. He is now 7-1. and one. Peyton Wigginton drops to 5-4. and four. We played this thing in three hours and nine minutes. Let's go home, Dick. Well, the, the Raiders, uh, and for the second straight game, there were five home runs hit combined by the two teams. So with the wind blowing out, this is uh, this is a home run yeah. park, and uh, unfortunately the Raiders were not able to get their home runs with uh, runners on base. Got scores from other games? Yeah, we uh, uh, just, uh, we've uh, we've got everything pretty much uh, finalized. Uh, uh, last time I checked, Charlotte was still leading Marshall by uh, more than ten runs. Uh, so that looks like Charlotte will win. Uh, Rice, uh, a winner, 13-8 over Western Kentucky. Uh, UAB, a big win down in Birmingham over Southern Mississippi, 3-2. That means Southern Mississippi has lost a series for the first time, I think, this year. Yep. Louisiana Tech, a 10-5 winner over AD ODU. And uh, Florida International, a 6-4 winner over FAU. So that means uh, – 
Texas San Antonio with the win uh, improves to 14-6. They're only two games behind San Antonio now. Louisiana Tech is in third place by themselves now at 13-7. Fourth place FAU at 12-8. ODU moves up a game, picks up a game, and, uh, and well, they don't. Uh, they, lo- uh, they dropped, so uh, we're still tied with ODU for fifth place. Charlotte improves to 10 and 10, UAB to 10 and 10. And uh, those bottom feeders uh, don't want to finish last. So we've got three teams at 5 and 15. All right, that's going to wrap it up here. Final score from Marie Smith Field, UTSA 12 and Middle Tennessee 4. The Raiders now 21-19 on the year 11 and 9 in conference play. UTSA 30 and 13 overall. 14 and 6 in league play. For John Callow, our studio producer today has been TJ Stewart. This is Dick Plummer. We'll have the final game of the series for you 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. We'll be on the air at 1045. We wish you a pleasant good afternoon from the ballpark. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS.